Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Seth Rollins kicked off the most recent episode of Raw, and he is our new World Heavyweight Champion. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs for Monday Night Raw. I know it's a day late, I do apologize, but I was traveling home from AEW Double or Nothing. We went out there in Las Vegas, and it was awesome, and thank you very much for being the excellent people you are. And because of travel, I only just got home, and straight away, we have to take the finger of power and wiggle it around. So wiggling is what I'm going to do. The crowd also busted out into a you deserve it chant as Seth Rollins was like, oh, thank you so much. And don't forget, I am going to be the champion you all want me to be. <laughs> well, that's excellent news. Means he's going to become Repo Man. This is when AJ Styles interrupted and man, I totally lost it. Smack death superstar AJ Styles. And it got even better because he went on the microphone. He was like, look, I know I'm meant to be exclusive to Fridays, but I just couldn't help myself, which is the equivalent of... Do you take this woman to be your wife? I do. Wait, wait, hang on a second. I know you two are about to get married, but I couldn't help myself. I want to marry you instead. Styles then pretended he was going to say that Seth Rollins didn't deserve it, but actually what he wanted to say was you have earned it, which is totally ridiculous and a mean way to pay somebody a compliment when these two shook hands. Then what I'm doing... Kind of looks like I'm cleaning a window. Somebody else was always going to interrupt because it is the opening promo for Raw and I got so damn excited because it was the judgment day. They were all disgusted by this show of affection because they thought it was disgusting. And now not only do they run Raw, but they basically run all of WWE because the bloodline is crumbling. I thought about it. I was like, yeah, that's kind of true. Finn Balor was also cracking up because Roman Reigns couldn't even beat the tag team champions, which the Judgment Day were able to do when they were like, well, maybe we'll become the brand new world heavyweight champion. They kind of even hinted that Rhea Ripley could do this. And as ever, look into my face, do it. Rollins and Styles were then chuckling at Dominic Mysterio because he's never going to win nothing. Dom Dom was like, actually, Seth, I do hold a victory over you, so you better shut your mouth. And obviously this was all coming together so it could be our main event. And sure, it's a little bit weird, a little bit out of nowhere, but I like these guys and I like this up. But that made this brand split even worse because we saw Adam Pearce on the phone and I guess he was talking to Triple H. He was like, oh, I know that AJ Styles is a SmackDown superstar, but I think we should do it. When AJ and Seth walked in, and we're actually going to do it. So do you remember when WWE told us how oh, the brand split is going to change everything? 
They were lying. Money in the bank qualifier after all of this, though. What an unexpected treat. I don't know if somebody had got up to the Miz and said, Miz, you should probably do something different. But he was taking on Ricochet here, and not only did he bust out a springboard, but he busted out a hurricanrana. The best part was, after he had done this and Ricky kicked out a two, he turned to the ref and he was like, are you kidding? That has to be a three. Did you not see what I just did? Ultimately, though, you had to assume that Ricky was going to be in the flippy dippy doo dah ladder match because he is a flippy dippy doo dah wrestler. So eventually he did hit the shooting star press and he got the one, two, three. But honestly, I do just want to focus on the Miz here because Ricochet is going to be fine regardless. Over the last few weeks, he has put his working boots on and I appreciated him beforehand. So now I doubly appreciate him. When you doubly appreciate someone, you have to do a dance. Does that make sense? No. Up. Trish Stratus then walked out after this. She was pretty happy with herself. Because, of course, at the pay-per-view premium live event, she had screwed over Becky Lynch with the use of Zoe Stark. And I just think this is so clever. That's right, Zoe Stark is in my hand. Because over the last few weeks, ever since she has been called out for NXT, now she's feuding with Becky Lynch. This is no bad thing. Trish also told us it meant nothing to hear the fans chant, thank you, Trish. And I was like, well then why the hell do you have it written on the back of your attire? And that now Becky has lost, she's probably going to run away again. Because even though she acts like a top star, actually she's a massive loser. She then introduced Stark, who was all like, oh, Trish Strauss, I think you're the best thing ever. As they also pointed out, she didn't help Trish because she had to. She did it because she wanted to. I guess it's kind of like doing a favor for someone. Not really sure how that comes together. Do you want me to murk that person? Absolutely. I mean, these two were just horrible. Shockingly, Becky then did eventually arrive, and she said to Stark, I'm going to ruin your life. And we need more promos like that. No silly Sally stuff, just get to the good stuff. She also rightfully pointed out that both of them were still in their Night of Champions gear, mostly because they both were in their championship gear. So therefore, they should probably have another match. And they also kind of made out like they hadn't changed. That's disgusting. This happened on Saturday. A big brawl broke out. And do you know what Becky Lynch did? She grabbed these goobers and she threw them into Barry Barricade. This has got so out of control after everything that happened at Double or Nothing. Bring it down. It has basically gone up to 50. And look, I also now have my brand new T-shirt available at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Simon Miller. But also, I mean it. I want justice for Barry Barricade, the lovable man thing, inanimate object that's just trying to do its job. This obviously was a terrible situation for Lynch because the numbers game were against her. So she got hit with the Z360 once again. And apparently Trish Stratus is just going to be in WWE now. So I'm a big fan of all of this. I think Trish is great as a heel. I'm happy we're pushing Zoe Stark. And Becky Lynch feels like she's arrived at the top of the ladder again. Not sure where I'm looking right now. No ladder is that big. You could also get a few matches out of this, though, while elevating other talent. It's a round of applause from me. I'm getting it up. When in the sheer, just beat two guys. I don't know. At least Veer came to Raw because that doesn't always happen, and this was over in about one minute. And I suppose what we're going to do is take these guys and eventually put them up for the Tag Team Championships means they'll be facing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That will be kind of cool, though, because it's basically like 80s wrestling. KO and Sami can take down the big guys. So, yeah, this was totally fine, mostly. Just like to see Veer on Mondays. Otherwise, I'm worried what he's coming into. That's the worst sentence I've ever said. So, 
suppose I'll give it an up. And speaking of the tag champions, <laughs> my word. Because whoever went up to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and said, look, just go to the ring, here's a microphone, and we'll give you free reign. Come and find me, and I will give you a massive hug. You were absolutely my hero. Because they were absolutely over the moon because they had won the war in the sense that the bloodline were finally crumbling, and that's definitely true. When this roar was totally out of control, we got another interruption, and it was Imperium. As ever, though, Kevin Owens just loves calling out cliches. Because he was like, why are you guys even here? We didn't say your name. You know how wrestling works. You have to wait until we say your name. Why are you breaking this unwritten rule? And he went totally crazy. And he was just shouting at these people to the point Sami Zayn had to calm him down. But I was just rolling on the floor. Seriously, I'd marry Kevin Owens. What? Zayn also agreed. He was like, maybe you should be focusing on the Alpha Academy because you do have a match with them in a minute. And also, if you do take a step closer, maybe we'll embarrass you like we did a week ago alongside Matt Riddle. Ludwig Kaiser then fired back. Actually, it's you who was an embarrassment for being a tag team champions. I was like, <laughs> now you're arguing like children. KO then did it again, though, because he went through Imperium. He's like, look, we always hear from the Slender Man. We always hear with this man with ears. Why don't we hear from the guy with a head? Then Sammy had to go and ruin it because he was like, yeah, let's hear from the bald guy as everybody started to chant Baldy. So why did you have to go and do it, Sammy? Why did you have to take shots at the bald community? Do you think I chose this? Do you think I woke up one day and went, and pushed the hair out of my head? No, I did not. And what if you wake up one day, Sammy Zane, and you don't have any hair? You're gonna look back on this day and be like, oh, why did I do it? Everybody calm down. But then did get another interruption, which was getting ridiculous. And it was the Alpha Academy, and now they are just friends with Maxine Dupree. Like, she even wears Alpha Academy merchandise. And Chad was even like, wait, she's part of the crew now. This was totally nuts. It was quite funny because as always, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn won the day when they were like, do the catchphrase, do the catchphrase. When Chad Cable did, did the whole thank you thing. And look, this was an absolutely hilarious segment. So I am going to give it an up. But you can't just put Maxine Dupree in the group and not give me some explanation. She was calling Chad Gable ugly a few weeks ago, which wasn't very nice. It made me sad in my tum-tum. That's stupid. Down. Which did indeed bring us to Imperium versus the Alpha Academy. You know the deal. It was so good. Now, it was a bit too obvious because Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci were never going to lose, especially because it does feel like they're going after the tag team championships. But they just had a damn good match. I was like, that'll do, pig. That'll do. And there was some crazy shenanigans when Valhalla was out there just to yell at Maxine Dupree, which in real life looks like this. Ah! And after the Caterpillar, which I love, is back by Otis, Gable got back in there. He got hit with the Imperium Bomb. Of course, it was Chad Gable. One, two, three. So it is really odd that if our plan long term was to do Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Imperium, why we had KO and Sami Zayn just beat Imperium a few weeks ago. But look, I'm going to take that and go poof, kick it away. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Bailey and EO Sky then found Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi, and they had a big argument because, of course, we're having our women's tag team match later. When we got a really strange video for Candice LeRae. Because I'm pretty sure she said something like she believes in fairy tales and her wings represent the magic that only fairy tales can bring. I mean, imagine you did this in real life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my TED Talk, the title of which is Fairy Tales Are Real and My Wings Represent the Magic Only Fairy Tales Can Bring. Yeah, I'm watching this, I'm out. When it was right into our women's tag team match, it was fine. Again, it was just so obvious what the final result of this was. You couldn't get totally into it, although I do suppose. This has been the plan for WWE for ages, so I'm just glad they pulled the trigger. It was also Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville taking on Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, taking on Damage Control, taking on Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi, who have the funniest entrance ever, because Shotz goes on the top rope and goes like this as Raquel just shows her her back. And eventually, Shotzi went for something off the top rope. Ronda grabbed her in the armbar. Shotzi tapped out. That's why she was put in the damn thing. Now, hopefully we do have a bunch of good challenges for this because we do need a plan. Although Ronda has already gone on the internet and gone, man, this division is so weak. Nobody can challenge us. And also they did a promo later on when they said, man, we've torn apart the whole division. I'm like, what the flub are you talking about? But again, we have hit reset with this. And given that it is Ronda Rousey, who WWE love... Maybe we'll actually treat these championships as important, which we should do. Which wasn't the same for what came next. It was JD McDonough taking on Dolph Ziggler. And after JD had dropped Dolph right on his head and I had freaked out, he took him on the outside and he threw him into Simba the Still Steps over and over and over again before the ref went, well, you're a couple of idiots. I've counted you both out. Now, to be fair to WWE, they've been far more reserved with these ridiculous finishes. I just didn't think this helped anybody. Dolph Ziggler is still Dolph Ziggler. Obviously, it'd be weird if he wasn't. And look at what we're doing with Zoe Starks. I kind of feel like that's what we should be doing with Madonna. We're not. We do have plenty of time to sort it, though, because it just is at the start. And do not forget we teased that JD may go into the Judgment Day, which works because his name is JD and Judgment Day. You can figure it out. And that would be a lame reason. But do it anyway. Down. The adrenaline came right back after this, though. 
because here came Cody Rhodes. Whoa. He spoke about his match with Brock Lesnar from Night of Champions and was like, look, everybody told me I was an idiot for going in there with a broken arm and they said I was a double idiot because of course I got locked in the Kimura and I didn't tap out. He was never going to do that though because it's not the man that he wants to be, especially because there used to be a guy in this company that was very popular and he had a catchphrase that was never give up. I was like, he's talking about John Cena. Rhodes also had a message he wanted to deliver to Brock because I guess the mail wasn't working because he was like, well, he's not here because he's on one of his holidays. But listen to me, Lesnar, are you pleased with what we've done? Because the last time I checked, you've got to win and I've got to win. We're right in the middle. So maybe we need to do something about it. So given that Cody is going to fight on and he will fight here, there and everywhere, he basically offered a challenge to Brock Lesnar, said, you can just turn up. Doesn't matter if I'm in New York, doesn't matter if I'm in Australia, doesn't matter if I'm in the depths of hail. If you want to come and challenge me, I will accept it. Just imagine we did do this on a house show. It'd be great. He also had the best go-home line because he always does because he said, well, you may have been beast enough to break my arm, but you weren't man enough to make me tap out. So, of course, we are going to do this again. And given what the future should be, Cody should win. And that will rock. Though I have seen some negative Nancy saying they don't like this story, which is totally cool. You're allowed your opinion. But I think it feels like super double mega big time. And I can't wait to see it unfold. And that's all I need. Give me it up. Which is when we did something interesting. And I liked it. Because Riddle was being interviewed about money in the bank when Gunther interrupted him. was like, listen, you absolute moron. Maybe you should go and win that thing. And then maybe you should challenge for my Intercontinental Championship. Now, people are against this because they think it lessens the briefcase, but I totally disagree. If you are going to do this every single year, sometimes you are going to think outside the box, and it all comes down to the story. Let's take somebody like Sheamus. For years, he's been like, oh, man, I want to win the Intercontinental Championship. So if he did win Money in the Bank and he went after the IC title, I wouldn't go, well, what a loser. Why aren't you going after a world championship? I'd be like, oh, that makes sense, and it ties into everything that I've been told. And of course it would suck if we don't do that but these options should be on the table because i'm sorry there's so much damn wrestling on tv i want people to be able to try new things otherwise i'm just gonna fall on the floor we then had another money in the bank qualifier after this and it was shinsuke nakamura versus bronson reed that's why i like these money in the bank qualifiers could do random matches and they're totally justified. You know the deal with this as well. Bronson Reed is a monster, whereas Shinsuke Nakamura is kind of weird and super quick and has technical skills. So that's what they both lent into. Bronson kept charging at Shinsuke too, so he got out of the way and he used the ring apron, the hardest part of the ring, and he dropped him with a German suplex, when all of a sudden Bronson was doing a Samoan drop. I was like, I don't even think he's a Samoan. Nakamura's plan was also to basically keep booting him in the leg, because if you can't move around, you can't do much in a wrestling ring. And after he gave him two Kinsashas, WWE did their new favorite finish, because they had a scuffle on the outside. Shinsuke got back in, and just as Bronson was about to be counted out, he slid in two. So Nakamura's like, all right, well, I'll just knee you in the face again. And he got the three. But you can't get mad at this because it was just a great back and forth and we had a winner and we had a loser. And it doesn't matter that Reed got defeated because he was valiant within his loss. And of course, Shinsuke now goes on to the Money in the Bank match. Do I think he's going to win? No, but up. Brian Saxton was then chatting to Rhea Ripley who said that she destroyed Natalia at the pay-per-view premium live event. And bless Natty Man, she went on social media after this and just like, yeah, she did. I couldn't handle her dominance. So she totally gets it. The Judgment Day also wanted Saxton to go away, but he was like, oh, everybody wants to know which two members of Judgment Day are going to be in the main event. 
Finn Balor acted like he was going to kill him before Damian Priest was like, look, Byron, you better leave right now. This was, of course, to set up our main event, and there was a little bit of a tee-hee because we pretended that Dominic Mysterio may do it. But, of course, it was Finn Balor and it was Damian Priest taking on Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. You can go to any single reality that you want. This was never going to be bad. So much so, I just want to talk about the finish. Because a small part of me, this part right here, was like, well, I'm sure Damien Priest or Finn Balor will get the pinfall here. Because then it just sets up an automatic contender for Seth Rollins' brand new World Heavyweight Championship. But instead, when Damo did have the thing won, Seth got in there, he stomped him, he got the tag, he stomped him again, and he just beat him. Okay then. Now it was super duper fun, so I can't get that mad at it. And also, Seth Rollins did just win a championship, so he should be beating fools. But I just kind of thought, well, if we don't beat Damian Priest here, he could be the number one contender. But look, we could still do it with Finn Balor, and I'm sure that WWE does have a plan. Ultimately, Seth Rollins has just had a damn good few days, and now we can make him a bigger main eventer than he was already, and we can start turning this belt into a well-meaning prize. So I am going to give it an up, as Raw ended, and I searched my tum-tum and I thought to myself, actually, that was quite a nice show to come home to. Other than those baldy chants, how am I ever going to get over there? Which brought us to the end of Monday Night Raw and I am going to give it an up. But what I ask for you to do is go into the comments and let me know what you think because you're more important than me. I am nothing but a piece of trash. You can also click one of the videos on the screen right now. I do believe it will be one of our wide videos from our Las Vegas trip. So that will rock. And you can like the video, share the video and subscribe. Check out ups and downs that will be live on whatculture.com. I do not write that. Get more opinions and also Simon316 and WhatCultureWWE on social media. My name is Simon from What Culture. Never forget justice for Barry Barricade. I'm going to wear this all day, even in my real life, so that even non-wrestling fans understand. You take care. Thank you again for the last week or so and being so nice in Las Vegas. It's life-affirming in many ways. See you soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.